0: Time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown.
1: All right, welcome back in. We are glad to be back. We're still here. We are back. We didn't go anywhere. Well, we did. A little vacation, right? But we didn't quit. We didn't pack up here. We're back and ready. South Dakota Sports Talk Show live and ready to roll. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. Welcome in and welcome to everybody here for the Sturgis Rally, the 82nd Sturgis Rally. You know, I get back yesterday and I'm like, Oh, here we go. It's game on. It's game on. Everybody heads up. Keep your head on a swivel. Enjoy yourself this week. Keep your head on a swivel. Make sure everybody's safe out there. Okay? The Nate Brown Show is live. Fox Sports Rapid City. Let's get ready to roll. I've got a great lineup after a week of vacation. We went to uh, San Diego. I took in a new ballpark. Took in Petco Park in San Diego. Watch the Rockies just struggle. Oh, man. Our, Our Colorado Rockies just struggling. San Diego can can beat them every game, and then the Padres just get swept by the Dodgers. As a matter of fact, baseball really interesting right now. So interesting. You have the Twins in pretty good shape. Um, some fireworks yesterday at Target Field. So we'll get into it all. Let's get after it on this Monday. Football's here. High school football's here. I've got some energy after a... Uh, A little fresh week of rejuvenation here. The Nate Brown Show brought to you in part by the Rehab Doctors, the non-operative experts in the Black Hills. Remember, when it comes to your medical care, you have a choice. There's no referral necessary for the Rehab Doctors for pain relief without surgery. See the Rehab Doctors. Start your uh, first step there. TheRehabDoctors.com, the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush. Let's look at the Monday show. We're back and ready with Ben Verlander. I'm talking Major League Baseball with we'll we'll get into it. We're into the second half of the season, how things look. The trade deadline has come and gone. Um, Some pretty big moves, some moves along the way. We'll see how that rolls. Ben Verlander in, Major League Baseball analyst, Fox Sports, on the way from L.A. John Bryce checks in, college football writer, football scoop. There were some things that are happening in college football. The coaches are voting who are the top 25 teams going into the season. We're just a few weeks away from game time. John Bryce, football scoop on the way. Brian Noah is in tonight, Fox Sports Radio national host. We'll talk NFL with Brian Noah. We'll go out to Sioux Falls, speaking of the high school sports side. Soccer is already underway with games this week. We got high school soccer this week and then football to come. Some um, headlines along the way with Craig Maddox, SDPB Sports in Sioux Falls. And then we'll recap the baseball season. uh, Post-22 won the state title. Then they go to the Central Plains Regional. Didn't perform as well there. Some great teams uh, coming into Rapid City. Everything looks so good with some great performances. The Hard Hats had a tough go, got bounced. But uh, a great season for Post 22, we'll talk to the head coach, Kelvin Torvey, after a great state tournament run uh, for the Hard Hats. And of course, the Central Plains Regional just wrapping up as Creighton Prep wins it. Creighton Prep, a team that uh, we've seen over the years, wins the Central Plains Regional on to the Legion World Series. Calvin Torvey on the way with the recap of post-22 baseball. Busy Monday show. I don't think we've forgotten how to do this. I'm ready. Are you? 720-1067 is our number. If you have forgotten... After just one week is all 720 the Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line Live will invite you in. And also the Barons Wilson text line, same number, direct text the show, 720 All right, we're set. Housekeeping is all done. Um, let's get after it. So I've got something here for us. I've got something that uh, caught my attention in two different ways. One is the, the ongoing saga with some of these... Um, Athletes and, and there's two guys that jump out here. One that's been in the headlines the past few days, and then another one that, that gets in the headlines again today. And I think it has to do very – they're, they're similar athletes, different guys, different sports, but similar athletes. And I wonder what the big benefit – if the benefit is greater than some of the – I don't want to call them headaches, but – Headlines and distracting stuff and um, high demands. Um, you you know the road I'm going down when it comes to certain pro athletes have a edge to them, meaning I want it this way, I want that, I need this. and there's two guys that are in the headlines the last few days, as I said, and they're major stars, major stars, yet I look at it and I say, okay, does this impact the way that teams should look at them or is it just all about your performance on the field or on the court is the off the field off the court stuff for like these two major stars in the headlines the the last couple of days does that impact your view or the organization's view that's kind of where i'm going with it how much is enough how much do we want to deal with and is their talent just outweighing all of the extra stuff that that we hear about and and we have to meet this demand and we meet this demand so let's just start with it one is today kevin durant and the story that just came out this afternoon and you've heard it if you've been listening to fox sports rapid city some people say well these guys, you pay all of this money. You 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 pay them a lot of money. You invest a lot of money. So you better try and make them happy because you can't lose them. That's what some people say. You can't lose guys like Kevin Durant. So then I ask you today, as we as we come back on the air on Fox Sports Rapid City, what would you do if you're placed in the position as you uh, Kevin Durant's placing his boss? He's placing his boss in the in the Brooklyn Nets. He's placing him in a position today of this. Okay. You want me to stay and be happy and play well for the Brooklyn Nets and and shake hands and hold hands and everybody's happy, then you need to get rid of the coach and the general manager. It's it's not just, "Hey, I'm I'm not getting along with this player or that player." Well, now it's I've got problems with Steve Nash who was just hired in 2020, by the way. You can say whether it's a good hire or not. I Um, That's all out there. Steve Nash has never been a coach and, and the whole thing. So that discussion's already been had. Nonetheless, Steve Nash is the coach. You just hired him in 2020, and now the star that you signed to a $200 million deal says, I'll stay and be just happy, at least for the most part, if you get rid of the coach. Let's start there and then get rid of the general manager. And so that's uh, being reported by the athletic here this afternoon. That that was the big meeting with Kevin Durant, the Brooklyn Nets owner. As a matter of fact, Kevin Durant and all the power that the players have—it's—it's it's major power when you're a guy like Kevin Durant. I'll get to the next guy. A little bit of a side story um, as we transition to it, but very similar, very similar over the last couple of years of how it's gone down. Kevin Durant, what would you do? And I think the easy answer that many of us would say, we're tough. And and many of us, it's easy to say it, Monday afternoon, Fox Sports Rapid City, as you say, what? Just send him down the road. Get whatever you can get for him and just send him down the road. Kevin Durant, he's always got this problem or that problem, and he he wanted to go to Golden State and then wanted to actually leave Golden State and set up the Brooklyn Nets and went with his buddy Kyrie Irving, and it was the Irving and James Harden and Kevin Durant showing it and went all to, to heck Right? Everything didn't go well, and now Kevin Durant says it'll go better if you do this and this. So choose me or the general manager or the coach. Have we really gotten into that uh, scenario? Yes, I believe we have because why? Kevin Durant's not the first. You could even go, it's maybe not as loud, but LeBron James had a certain type scenario with the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James and his situation with the Lakers was, yeah, this isn't going so well with this coach. This isn't working so well with, with these players. And these players got sent out, and this player got brought in, and, hey, I, I how about Westbrook? Let's bring in Westbrook. Oh, yeah, that's good. And, and well, I think we have the right coach now. Well, it turns out we don't really have the right coach. And it's the players that have massive star power, massive ability, massive talent – They are now, I guess, I guess you have to uh, figure this out. Are they actually running the show? What is the owner? My question to you is, what does the owner say to Kevin Durant? Because he just signed with the Nets, and Kevin Durant has, by the way, the audacity today, even as a major star, Kevin Durant says what? Hey, get rid of the coach, Steve Nash, and the general manager, and I'll be fine. And by the way, thanks for signing me to the four-year, $198 million deal. Four-year, $198 million deal. The Nets just signed him to it, yet it's still not quite good enough. And the uh, thought is Kevin Durant met with the team owner and said he just doesn't have faith in the direction of the team. Yet Kevin Durant's a major part of the direction of the team, meaning his performance, his ability. He's got to play, right? He's got to be the guy, too. It's Steve Nash. Can he win some games and lose some games? Maybe. An NBA coach to me, not a a major, major factor. Well, but now he doesn't get along supposedly. I don't know why with Kevin Durant and the general manager's got to leave because Kevin Durant doesn't have faith in the direction of the team, and he's and he's telling the owner this. It's as though we're going down the road. What can you do now with some guys that get so powerful and have such big star power? What can you do to make them happy? It seems as though I don't know if Kevin Durant would be happy at all. It's, it just seems like one thing after the other. We win in Golden State. Well, this drama that drama am I the star or is Steph Curry the star and I want to go and win it on my own and, and we're seeing how that goes it just seems like there's one thing after another I want to see I want to see how can you deal with um situations like this so let me ask you this question this is a so so that's that's one question because I don't really have the answer I mean, I don't think a lot of people do have the answer in pro sports. When you get a massive star, a massive star, that uh, they've got you handcuffed in a pretty big way because you just signed the deal, the NBA deal, it's guaranteed. And so Kevin Durant is good to go with $200 million, and the year after he signs the deal, it's yeah, this isn't working good. Kyrie, well, that kind of, yeah, I don't know. I guess we can get along maybe. So Kyrie's going to stick it out. But we got to get rid of this coach, we got to get rid of uh, the general manager. And we just seem as though there's just one thing after the other. How do you sign deals that are smart? How do you go down this road of keeping stars? And this is why I go into this direction of there are certain personalities that I think make a big difference when you look at uh, stars – certain personalities and you you may not like them but there's guys that I want on my team at least it appears that way because they don't have this problem and that problem and and they demand this and they demand that all of these major stars that get paid a lot of money they've got massive egos I get it they're not just getting in line and falling in line in the old school way that's gone I understand it's not old school anymore and you got to do this and you got to do that I've got the power now I'm the player But the deal is this, I really want to take a deep look. Before I just break the bank and you start uh, assembling massive uh, super teams and handing out this money and that money, you better take a check and and you better take a step back and say, is this the actual leader, the leader with the temperament, the personality, the leadership, the, the whole thing, the whole package, the whole package? That's why I'm not as worried about when the Broncos go and get a Russell Wilson. He seems like he's not a major problem. Had a long run in Seattle. Things ended up going a different way. He goes to the Broncos. Tom Brady, long run in New England. Things didn't quite work out as well at the end with Belichick. He goes to Tampa Bay. Those are the types of guys I'm not worried about. But you know who I am a little bit worried about? And he's kind of uh, laid it out there. He's kind of drawn it up the last couple of years. And then the latest story just kind of tells me, this guy just seems like there's always something going on. And who is it in the NFL? It's it's a similar trait. It's a similar way of acting and it's uh, as Kevin Durant. And it's your guy with the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Did you see this story? I mean, you have to see, you have to uh, get caught up on this story. He takes the ayahuasca. I I didn't even know what ayahuasca was as I walked into this uh, office today. I said, we got to get this pronunciation right, Matt Kearney. So he's helped me with this, and I might have knocked it out of the park. Aaron Rodgers' revelation last week in the podcast that in the offseason here, the last couple of years, he's taken the ayahuasca, the plant based psychedelic substance it has similar traits you know it can make you uh, hallucinate and and have flashbacks and and all sorts of stuff he said that that cleared his mind that helped him with his mental health and that's uh, really helped him actually win the MVP the last 2 years is is that type of thing and and the reason I throw that in there that's just another small little footnote on Boy, Aaron Rodgers wanted this to happen in Green Bay. I need to get paid this. I need this a uh, certain way. And we had drama going into the season. We have drama in the offseason. And there's just always something. There's just always something. And it's not making them fire this coach and fire the GM, although there were things that were getting pretty heated. It looked behind the scenes. But then you just throw in the, uh, this, uh, the story of, Now we're taking psychedelic stuff. At least that's what he said. At least that's what he said. And I ask this question of the day because I want to know. I want to know. I want to know how much should we care about a pro athlete's, like, personality off the court? Whether it's the Kevin Durant, everything's not right, I need this, I need that. And, and you get paid all this money and it's guaranteed and it still doesn't work. I wanna know, or it's or it's this uh, Aaron Rodgers type thing. It was the similar way of acting. And then there's just this bizarre story, the, this story and that story, whether it's the from the family or whether it's now this ayahuasca plus psychedelic plant-based substance that I took the last couple of years. How much should we care just overall for you, about an athlete's personality. That's my question of the day as we start off. It's something tells me that um, we've, we've kind of gotten to the point with some of the major stars as I open the show, and I say, I don't know what you can do anymore. Outside of saying, well, we're just not going to do that record deal. We're, we're just not going to pay that market price. Then you lose the players, and then the fan base, all of the fans that are listening, that are that are watching, that are tuned into all these teams, whether it's the Nets and and Kevin Durant, they get upset anyway. So as the GM or as the coach, I don't know if Steve Nash is a good coach or not. He's never coached. Okay, maybe not the best hire. Who knows? We don't know all the stuff behind the scenes. But as the coach, what can you do with uh, a situation where the player has all of? Really, all of the power. He's getting paid so much. He is the face of the franchise, the whole thing, and he gets the private meeting with the owner. And now I've, I'm the coach and the GM, and I got to worry about the star player going around the corner, around the back end on an end around uh, with the owner and getting the meeting. And now the story comes out. What can you do? And so that's why I lead to the question: How much should you really care when you're thinking about it? Let's just put you in the GM shoes. I've, I've thought about this this afternoon. How much should we care about the personality, the -the off-the-field behavior, personality traits that you can see in some of these guys? Some of the guys we know, they all have egos, but some of them can measure them, and it seems like some of the guys you never can get ahead. You never can make the right move, whether it's been LeBron in L.A. There's always been something. Kevin Durant now with Brooklyn. There, there's always something. Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, major stars. You can't live without them. You can't live without them. But I'm telling you, um, if you knew what you knew, could you have, uh, would you care about those personality traits, those, those off-the-field things? How much should you care about it? My question of the day, let me know. 720-1067 as we get going. The Nate Brown Show, glad to be back on this Monday. Something uh, hits me up alongside saying, okay, I don't know how you can win these deals. Kevin Durant was all in. Requested a, a you know, hey, I'm sure they talked to Kevin Durant about Steve Nash. I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure they just didn't pull it out of left field. Hey, what do you think about Steve Nash? No, we're just going to hire Steve Nash. And, and, I mean, all these players are, they're now talked to about, this and that and then that was the green bay rub right well they didn't talk to aaron Rodgers about drafting a quarterback so now you have to talk to these guys about this and that i don't know how you can win it i really don't know how you can win it 720 1067 how much should you care about a pro athlete's personality that's my question of the day should you care a lot before you do a deal or it doesn't really matter when it's all said and done Everybody uh, that wins, it just doesn't matter. I don't know if I fall into that category, by the way. I've thought about it because from the business side, most people would tell you, Nate, if you're winning titles and you're winning games, the fans are going to love it. They're going to keep the money flowing, and the owners are going to say it's just about winning. Mr. Al Davis, just win. Just win. But I'm going to tell you, if I'm dealing with some major stars, the more this happens, the more the guaranteed dollars are thrown around. Now you start wondering, who am I really dealing with here? Are we going to have somebody that's on the team, on a team, uh, a team player uh, with a big ego? He's a star. Or are we going to have somebody we really got to we got to fight with and battle with and worry about and talk to? And this, uh, you know, we got to have somebody taking psychedelic plants. <laughs> I mean, think about that. I mean, we're sitting here. It's like me coming, you know, it's like me going on vacation. Yeah, you know, I had a great week in San Diego. I took uh, the ayahuasca. It really cleared my mind so I could come back to the show and just perform ayahuasca. See, I almost messed it up. I almost messed it up. The Aaron Rodgers plan. Let me just call it that. Um, Let me ask you that question. Let me see what people say on this. How much should you care about a pro athlete's personality? That's really what I want to know today. Your honest answer. It's easy for us to say now, oh, man, these athletes, they, they, they get paid too much and, and they get guaranteed too much. That's where the market's at. I just said it. You can't live without LeBron in L.A. You can't live without Kevin in Brooklyn. You can't live without Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. You guys can't do it. You can't live without Aaron in Green Bay. So you gave him $50 million a year. He gets to call the shots here and there. And, you got to just not worry about all this other stuff and kind of the quirky stuff and and the bizarre stuff. You just don't have to worry about it because Aaron's running the show. Kevin Durant's trying to run the show today. And LeBron James, many people would say, has been running the show in L.A. Not so well, but uh, has been running it. By the way, the Nets, not doing too well either. Um, Let's see this. 66% – and this is what I was wondering – 66% of you say it does not matter the pro-athlete's personality off-the-field behavior. 66%, 34% say you should care a lot about the pro-athlete's personality. And I throw out just two examples. The Tom Brady's, people hate Tom. They think Tom, you know, um, gets this and gets that and is is a massive personality and brand and ego to deal with. I'm sure he is. But the track record, the history has been pretty darn good in New England. There's been a system there. Bill Belichick has the system there, and they played well in it for a long time. Not only played well, won an unbelievable amount of number of games, Super Bowls, the whole thing. So that tells me Tom was in. There could be ego and, and you should do this, we should do that, but Tom was in. And, it, and I just get the feeling these massive contracts for, for guys like Kevin Durant and even, I'll say, Aaron Rodgers, I'm not so sure they're in uh, with the team. And then now the Nets are sitting here wondering, wow, we, do, we you know they probably didn't care about Kevin's uh, background, the personality. The, is this going to be good enough? Is that going to be good enough? And now you're staring at it head on. You're $200 million invested, and now he's telling you, you can keep me, but fire the GM and the coach, the GM that just hired me for $200 million. Please fire that guy. What, what, what are we thinking? Um, let's go to this, 720-1067, 720-1067. Um, let's see. Uh, Nate, winning always covers up the warts and issues with the team or player. It's a game of chicken right now. Who's going to blink first, the owner or the player? Lister text 720-1067. All fan bases have learned if my team doesn't pay the good players what is required, there's always another team willing to pay the demand. And that's, that's the end of the story. So Kevin Durant knows somebody's going to want me. They'll take on this contract. So now as the Nets owner today, this afternoon, you got to fire the coach and the GM to keep Kevin? This is a, this is a bizarre world of sports business. Um, listener text, Nate, I don't think you can compare LeBron, Durant, Rodgers. In the NBA, it seems like contracts don't really mean anything if the player doesn't want to honor the deal. Um, whereas in the NFL, even a disgruntled player doesn't just get moved as easily, or at least it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, maybe not as easily, but there's been players moving. There's been players moving. I mean, I, you could just you could just look at it. Whether it's DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, Hopkins, I'm out. I don't want to. I don't want to play for the Texans. Deshaun Watson, same story, and he has all the stuff in the background, right, hanging over his head. Hey, I'm out. I don't want to play for the Texans either. He didn't want to play for the Texans even before the mess. Uh, with the the allegations. And Deshaun Watson, he wasn't going to play for him. So it's it's getting worse, I think, across the board. NBA, probably the worst with the guaranteed money, and I'm so important as one player on a five-man starting roster, and Kevin Durant is the guy, top five player. But it's getting worse even in the NFL. I do believe that. And what's the answer to it? I have no idea. I have no idea. I will say this. I think the personality does matter. You have to make a business decision. It's hard to make the decision, but I'm looking at personality, leadership, character. I'm looking at guys like Josh Allen, Russell Wilson. Those are the guys I want. Coming right back with Brian no Fox Sports Radio national host. He's on the way next.
0: Callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text
2: from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent. So the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com.
3: Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear skies and quiet tonight with lows around 63. Southerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Clear skies again tomorrow. Highs level off around 95. Clear skies tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 66. Dry with temperatures a bit above average. Wednesday and Thursday and highs from the low 90s to the mid 90s. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 89.
4: Are you ready for rodeo action? Get to the Heart Ranch Camping Resort as Wild West Wednesdays returns this summer. The Wild West Wednesday Rough Stock and Barrel Series begins June 29th with rodeos every Wednesday through August 17th. Weekly performances start at 7. Gates open at 5 with free rodeo entertainment and food trucks. August 10th is Vintage Cowboy Night. Tickets are at the gate or www.hrresort.org. Thank you to Camping World, Dakota Discount RV, Midwest Campers, Jack's Campers, and WeatherTight Exterior.
5: At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the
0: NCUA. We'll be right back. back.
2: Looking for a great used truck or SUV? Denny Mano Toyota has them. Shop a great selection of half-ton trucks and SUVs, imports and domestics, brands like Ford, GMC, Subaru, Nissan, Jeep, and more. Plus, the area's best selection of used Toyotas, Toyota Certified Free. Buy with no money down? Get financing on the spot with qualified credit. But if we don't have exactly what you're looking for, we'll find it for you in our network of dealerships. See us at Denny Menho Toyota or DennyManoToyota.com.
5: Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays, ten to one on one hundred six seven FM and eleven fifty AM Fox Sports Rapid City. <laughs>
1: Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. Glad to be back after a week of vacation. What's that? Well, we had it. We took it. We took it. All right. We're back. It's football season fall sports we're here I, I don't get any more vacations is that what you're that's what i was told i think my wife told me that no more vacations that's it all right we're back glad you're here south to go to sports talk show fox sports rapid city brian knows on tonight as we're back on a monday fox sports radio national host you can hear him right here fox sports rapid city find him on twitter at the no show brian always good to have you how are you Good, Nate. What'd you do for the vacation? Tahiti? Where'd you go? <laughs> I went San Diego. San Diego. It's a great spot. Have you been to the
6: zoo? I have. Very nice. Yeah. Very, Very nice. nice. Really cool. I remember it's almost like a ski lift. I remember years yeah. <laughs> ago going there with my mom, and it's like a ski lift across most of the zoo. It's massive. It's really cool there. I,
1: I have to tell people San Diego is one of the great cities. Great vacation. By the way, I went to Petco Park for the first time. Watch yeah. the Padres, Petco Park. Nice, nice ballpark. Have you have you seen that?
6: I have. I've been there one time before. Beautiful ballpark. One of my favorites there. Yeah, definitely worth going to see. You could see them get smacked by the Dodgers, maybe <laughs> in person. I was I
1: was going to say, Brian. I was like, I watched the Padres just hammer the Rockies. Okay, so so it was all fun and games for a while, and then they just get swept uh, by the Dodgers. Okay, let's get into football. I want to get you on, and I want to get your take on this. Um... Aaron Rodgers, there's always something. You know, there's always something with Aaron Rodgers. And some people say some things are big, some things are small. Um, His revelation, I took ayahuasca, plant-based psychedelic uh, substance. I don't even know what it is. He said it cleared my mind, helped me with my mental health. I won the MVP the last two years. What should we think?
6: Well, we all know that Aaron Rodgers marches to the beat of his own drum. That's not, you know, breaking news or anything. And, look, if he thinks it helped him, great. That's fine. I know the Athletic did a deep dive on this one time where they talked to former NFL players, some former hockey players, and they might have been playing in collision sports, and they were having a rough time. Some of them were suicidal, and they took the same type of treatment, and they swear by it. They're like, this changed my life Mm. completely. So, hey, if, if I work for some people, there might be something to it. And if Aaron Rodgers thinks it helped, well, hey, great. Good for him. I, I just dispute that he had the best year of his career last year. You know, he, he won the MVP for a second straight year, his fourth MVP. I think he's had better seasons before. I don't know that it made him a better lover. There's no way for me to tell that part of it. But if it worked for him, great. I would just push back a little bit on I don't know if it's working wonders, at least on the football field to the the extent that he's making it out to be. That's my only thing where I'm a little, like, I don't know if it helped that much, though.
1: I say it's a little footnote here in the Aaron Rodgers story. You know, when I saw that come out, I'm like, okay, they're just always a little something. And I went bigger, Brian. I, I did an opening on this today. I said, I look at these athletes that have um, interesting personality traits, interesting personalities, and everybody's their own guy. But I go down the Kevin Durant road. Kevin Durant's saying, I'll stay, according to The Athletic, but you got to get rid of the coach and the GM. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's a personality thing to me. Um, and, and I think about um, Aaron Rodgers and what he had going in Green Bay in the offseason and all of that drama there. Should we care about athletes' personality when we're getting ready to sign massive deals? That's my question of the day.
6: No, it's an interesting way to think about it. I'll tell you a radio story that goes along these lines. I was working in New York, and I was the the manager. I was the program director at the time. And we hired a guy who's – we're good friends now. We weren't when he started off. And the consultant was like, Brian, he's a talent which translated, I didn't know it at the time, Nate, but it translated to he is a pain in the rectum. (laughs) That's what it translated to. And so the point is it's the same thing in sports. There are some athletes that are worth the headache. They're worth the trouble. They're high maintenance or they're beyond that. They're high maintenance to the nth degree. And I think if you're talking about Kevin Durant, is he worth it? Yeah, he's worth it. Is Aaron Rodgers worth it? Yeah, he's worth it. You would prefer someone who is a baller that wasn't as high maintenance, but sometimes it doesn't work like that. And if that isn't your cup of tea and you don't want to put up with the headaches, well, then it's time to go plan B. And then you shouldn't resign them if you're just going to be tearing your hair out and it's not going to work for your organization.
1: Brian, no on tonight, Fox Sports Radio national host. You can hear him right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Find him on Twitter at The No Show. So I just say in this new world of the players saying, "Do this, do this, do this," and and hey, we we got to do this because we don't want to upset our fans. We have the guy right here in the building. Um, how do you go down this road then, of the demand of do this and do this? Do you just have to do it?
6: Well, it's yeah, it's it's like uh, playing Texas Hold'em, right? It's being pot committed. If you've put X amount of chips in the middle of the table, you might think hey, we've come this far, I mean, what's an extra few more chips? Maybe we'll win the hand. <laughs> so I could see the Nets thinking that, saying, are we really tied to, you know, this uh, uh, GM slash head coach pairing here? Do we have to, or, or do we want to go down the KD road? Or, or you could look at it the other way. You can be objective, and I always think about that pot committed thing. It's like you have to be honest with your starting hand. What are your chances of winning the hand? If you still think you have a good chance, then see it through. If you don't think you have a good chance to win the hand, you cut your losses and you go on to the next hand. You move on. And so we'll see what the Nets decide. They're weighing this. Is it KD or the coaching staff? Uh, We'll see what they end up choosing, but I think fundamentally it comes down to do we think we have a winning hand with Kevin Durant, and are we going to see his demands, or is it time to go option B here?
1: So some of this stuff has happened more in the NFL, Brian, meaning, um, hey, I'm a star player, I want this certain deal, a contract. And uh, Kyler Murray got it in Arizona, okay? And he looked like, well, I I might not be here if I don't get it. Deshaun Watson, he didn't want to be with the Houston Texans even before all the accusations. He, He wanted out of there. He got out of there. Are we going to see more of the NBA style, meaning I want this money or this situation? Is it going to happen more and more in the NFL? It used to not happen at all.
6: I can see it. I can see it there. Um, I think the Deshaun Watson contract, at least in the meantime, it's making some of these negotiations more difficult. I could see for the Arizona Cardinals, after Deshaun gets $230 million fully guaranteed, I think that makes Arizona's negotiation with Kyler Murray a lot more difficult. I think it could be the same situation with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So until the market starts to get reset, you started to see a little bit of that with Kyler Murray. Uh, It's going to be difficult in some of these negotiations. I keep going back, Nate. It was a bidding war with Deshaun Watson. There were multiple teams that were negotiating for him to, you know choose their squad to be a trade partner with. And so it's different. Kyler Murray's just negotiating with Arizona. Lamar's just negotiating with the Ravens. So you don't have this bidding war to drive up the price tag. So it's it's always going to be tricky, and I think the Deshaun deal makes it trickier. But I think something else to keep in mind over the next handful of years, the next five years or so, when the money just keeps going higher and higher and higher and higher, are we going to get to a point where a quarterback that might be league average, a little bit better, outskirts of the top ten, are those guys going to get the huge contracts? Or with the money being so big, do teams say, we got to go back to the draft, man. We're going to be screwed if we don't have a quarterback or if we're overpaying a quarterback that isn't worth it. So I think that's something to keep in mind going forward, too.
1: Let's go one more with you on, on the field. This just came out. The NFL wants the officials to really focus on illegal contact down the field. So the DBs, man, they're fighting every play. They, they, they have all the disadvantages in the world. You, you can't be a defensive back and do this or do this or do this. And now we want more illegal contact fouls. What, what, what do we want to really uh, uh, think of this rule?
6: Man, it's just offense, 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 (laughs) offense. The the NFL is, yay, offense, fantasy football. Your people love it. They come to the TV sets to see offense. We don't want to see these 13 to 10 scores over here. That's what most fans say. And so the NFL, they they understand what draws ratings. And I don't love it. I mean, I'm going to watch the, the NFL regardless. But it is, man, it is so unbalanced when you talk about the way the rules favor offenses is just another instance of that. Like, it, it's crazy where I know why they're doing it. They're opening up the game, and it's, it leads to more offense and more fireworks, But, uh, man, these DBs, I feel sorry for them, man. You can hardly breathe on a receiver and get away with it these
1: days. Yeah, and now the NFL says, hey, focus on illegal contact, too, on top of it. Um, Brian No on tonight. Good stuff as we're back with the Fox Sports Radio national host. Find him on Twitter at The No Show. Brian, always appreciate it. Thanks for coming on.
6: Always, Nate. Good stuff, Bud. Have a good night, man. I'll catch you soon.
1: All right, appreciate your time, Brian. No, one of our favorites, uh, talking ball, Fox Sports Radio. Hear him live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Uh, his weekend show right here, the No Show on Twitter. Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw that. You know that that I played defense. Okay, I wasn't very good. Okay, you got it. Yeah, I I understand. But I played defense. My brother played defense, and so I come at this from a little bit. Um, you know, it's like. I do want to have some defensive football. I want some defense in football. The NFL just said, focus on illegal contact fouls, please. Focus on illegal contact. So that is, hey, we can't you know push, chicken fight, you know, arm battle anywhere past the five yards. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, guess what? Just just watch the games whether it's Travis Kelsey or whoever it is those tight ends they're pushing off like you wouldn't believe I mean they are pushing off like you wouldn't believe to get separation and now the NFL comes out today and they you know it's not it's not offensive pass interference and, and that whole thing which by the way maybe we could look at that too but they don't want to do it right I mean we know Brian just said it I understand the story. We want high scoring. We want a lot of yards. We want air it out. Just just careful. I I you know, we don't need the Arena Football League. Okay? Throwing it here, throwing it there. And why don't we just let the uh, wide receivers line up 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage to get a running start? Like the Arena Football League. Let's just open it up all the way. Let's, let's start it. let's let's do it the circus. Let's have the circus rules in. Now we can start way behind and get a running sprint and the whole thing. I just thought that was so interesting. NFL put out the memo today to the officials. Focus on illegal contact, please, here in this upcoming season. So look out for the DBs. And that's uh, it just goes to show you're not going to be able to be really, really good with an elite defense, and that's it. Okay? Oh, we have an elite defense, a really, really good defense. The Bills had the number one defense last year in the AFC. The Buffalo Bills had the number one defense. How did that work out for them in that game against the Chiefs? Not too well. Last time I checked, Josh Allen threw for 400 and some yards, multiple touchdowns, and was slinging it all over the place. And the Bills' number one defense, they couldn't do a thing um, against the Chiefs in today's uh, league. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't happen. So there you go. Illegal contact's going to be the focus. At least the NFL wants the refs to focus on illegal contact. Another uh, big deal for the defensive side, which is already struggling. Uh, By the way, question of the day is, how much should you care about a player's personality? How much should you care? Should you care about a pro athlete's personality off-the-field behaviors? That's my question of the day. 67% of you say, you shouldn't care. Not a big deal. And Brian Nose said, well, for some guys, it's just, are they worth the trouble? Yes, many of these guys are worth the trouble. You just have to put up with the trouble. I, I, I understand it. I have a hard time swallowing it. I really do. How much should you care? 67% of you say you shouldn't care about their personality um, at all. 33% now say you should care a lot before you sign those big deals. Thanks for calling. your live today, and you go ahead.
7: Yeah, wow, Nate. I tell you what, I think it's going to be uh, the edge rushers are going to be loving this. The, <laughs> okay, they're, okay. They're going to start paying these edge rushers a lot of money because if you can't touch the receivers, you got to get to the quarterback first.
1: I guess that's it, right? I mean, yeah. what can you do? Are you going to pay a shutdown corner? It's going to be impossible to be a shutdown corner.
7: Absolutely. Nope, you're going to have to a lot of blitzing.
1: And, and, and having some really fast edge rushers. And I then, guess. by the way, be careful how you hit the quarterback, too. you got to remember that, right? Correct. Right. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for getting in. Um, no, that's right. I mean, that's you know, I joke about that. I don't want guys to get hurt. I don't want all this. I mean, it's not like it's a gladiator here. But what can you do on defense now? Got to hit the quarterback a certain way, a certain time. Okay. Can't have your arms up either. So if you have your arms up, you come down. You might graze his helmet. That's a personal foul. Now the DBs can uh, legal contact. Can't touch Travis Kelsey after five yards. Can't touch him. Can't touch him. It's going to be a disaster. How much? How how am I? Um, how much am I going to be yelling at the TV this season when my Broncos are playing your Chiefs? How much am I going to be yelling when I'm seeing Travis Kelsey just push off all the time as he does on every play? All right. Enough with that! Don't get me started. Ben Verlander's in next on a Monday. Glad to be back. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show, going with Ben Verlander, Major League Baseball analyst. I want to get his take on the trade deadline. I want to get his take on a lot of topics when it comes to Major League Baseball. Flipping bats podcast host as well. Ben Verlander in next.
0: You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Deadwood's biggest giveaway
5: just got bigger at First Gold Gaming Resort. Our Golden Cash Blast has grown from $12,000 to a whopping $18,000. Now you can win $1,000 in cash every 30 minutes from 5 p.m. till 11 p.m. Saturday nights. Then at 11.30, all previous winners and qualifying players have a shot at the grand prize of $5,000 in cash. The $18,000 Golden Cash Blast on Saturday, August 20th at First Gold Gaming Resort. We're all going somewhere. Going higher, faster, farther. Going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring. Keep making memories. Keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics.
1: Hi, it's Nate Brown for Black Hills Community Bank. If you run your own company or you're looking to start a small business here in the Black Hills, you want to make sure you choose the right banking partner. And I know the right choice for business is Black Hills Community Bank. They have plenty of banking options to suit your specific needs. And Black Hills Community Bank is here to help business owners thrive and to make sure you have the support and tools to help your business grow. Just contact one of their business loan experts today or visit bhcbank.com. Member FDIC.
4: Hey, renters in the Black Hills. I'm State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, and I'm ready to surprise you in a good way with surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance. That's right. Me and my team can help you protect your car and your stuff for less than you might think. Get a quote and see how much you can save. You might be surprised. Call me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, for your surprisingly great auto and renter's rate today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
8: Here's some free financial advice from Pro Auto Care. Regular service and preventative vehicle maintenance always pays off big time. With regular Pro Auto Care service and maintenance, you'll extend the lifespan of your vehicle. And that means more miles and more years of use from your vehicle investment. That's just good economy. It's simple financial advice. You take care of your vehicle, and your vehicle takes care of you for a longer time. From oil changes to brakes, tires, and major repairs, see Tom at Pro Auto Care. Open as usual at 1891 Rand Road, Rapid City.
1: Hi, this is Dan
8: Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate.
1: Come back in. The Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show. We are live. Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad to be back. It's been a week away last week in San Diego. Went to Petco Park. Watched the Padres beat up on the Rockies. And then uh, the Padres get turn around and get swept by the Dodgers. Did I just see this? The Padres are further out from the Dodgers as they are from last place. I mean, <laughs> think about that. Think about that um where's this going they make a big move to get juan soto they make a big move to get juan soto well let's get into it all twins nl west the whole thing let's get to it ben verlander's on today fox sports major league baseball analyst his podcast flipping bats download it where you get your podcast find him on twitter at ben verlander ben good to have you how are you I'm good, Nate. How are you? I'm doing good, so I just kind of referenced. I was in San Diego, took in a ball game, went to Petco, really had a good time. First time at Petco Park. Loved the place. Um, Padres are like, okay, making moves. Get Bell from the Nationals. Get Soto. They're, they're making these moves, and then they go and get swept by the Dodgers. Padres say today, now we're not, we're not that concerned about the sweep. How concerned should the Padres be in the NL West? Well, I don't believe there's too much cause for concern.
9: You know, they're not going to win the division. They knew that when they traded for Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Josh Hader, Brandon Drury. Those moves weren't made to win the division. They were made to get in the playoffs and do some damage when they get there. And I do think there's a good chance of them doing that. So they'll be fine. I think, you know, they... You know, they they had one win against the Rockies when, when all those guys came in. So, they were one and one against them. And then they ran into a hot Dodgers team, and they got swept. So, not the end of the world. I do believe they're a much improved team from the trade deadline, and we'll start seeing that here soon.
1: Okay, so if a team like the Padres get in the show, can they beat a Dodgers team in the postseason?
9: Yeah, see, that's where it, that's the that's
1: the question and that's what they're building their team for
9: so can they you know i certainly believe they can I, I think their pitching staff is really good and when it comes to playoff baseball the game becomes a little different it becomes a lot more about pitching than it does hitting and um you know the the, the padres certainly have the pitchers to compete with the dodgers and You know, the Dodgers pitching staff scares me a little bit. You know, you look at Bueller, he's out. When's he going to come back? Kershaw, injury. Um, You know, Dustin May, what's going to be his deal? So there's a lot going on there. And uh, I I do believe teams can match up with the Dodgers in the playoffs.
1: Ben Verlander on Major League Baseball, analyst Fox Sports. Also his podcast, Flippin' Bats. Download it. We're talking Major League Baseball. So the Dodgers are 15-and-a-half in front in the NL West. Let's go to the Yankees. They had a big lead. They were winning all the time. July, they didn't win nearly as much. What should we think there? Yeah, I think
9: there's a little bit of concern for the Yankees. But, look, there was always they were always due for a regression to the mean a little bit. Do I think do I think they were as good as they were at the beginning of the year? No. Do I think they're better than they are right now? Yeah. I think there's something in between the two. And the pitchers were never going to have a team ERA under – all year long. They were due to be a little bit of a regression and that's what we're seeing. So I do believe they're better than they are right now, but there is a little bit of cause for concern. The bullpen is an issue. There's a little bit of a struggle there. Clay Holmes is obviously good, but you know, Michael King being out, Chad green being out. There's a lot of concern around that team. Their offense is obviously really good, but um, I, I am a little bit concerned about that team. I do believe they made a lot of good moves at the trade deadline. Getting rid of Jordan Montgomery right there at the buzzer was interesting for me, and I'm not so sure that was the right move.
1: Ben Verlander on. Let's go to the Twins. I want to get your take. They're a game up in the AL Central. They didn't do much. Um, Got in a a couple of pitchers at the trade deadline. Can the Twins, should they have done more, will they be fine?
9: I would have liked to see the Twins do more. I think if ever there was a, a chance to take advantage of a division, it's right now. Uh, the White Sox were the overwhelming favorites to win the division, and they just haven't been playing well all year. And the White Sox didn't do a ton at the deadline either, which was disappointing to me. Uh, I do believe they have a good team, but I, I think they should have added something, and on paper does nothing at this point in the year. you got to be a good team on the field. So nobody in the AL Central really took advantage of anything. I, you know, the, the Twins did a couple of things, but nothing that I'm too fond of. I would have loved to see them go out add a big bat, and really take advantage of where they're at right now, which is leading the AL Central. And it, But it is close. So I, I do believe they're talented. I believe they can win it, but I wish they would have done something.
1: Speaking of the AL Central, this happened last week. Camera catches Tony La kind of dozing for a second. Tony La Russa in the dugout dozing for a second. What should we think?
9: <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts there. Um I don't believe Tony La Russa should be the manager of the White Sox, and I don't think that's a very hot take. I think everybody in the world understands that, besides Jerry Reinsdorf, who is the one guy that employs him, and that is why he still has a job. I think the White Sox would be way better off if they had uh, a different manager, but that's not the case. you got to play with what's on the field, but uh, it's just been far too often. Look, Tony La Russa is a Hall of Famer, he is a Hall of Fame manager, but the that's in the past. He's he's not that guy anymore. And that doesn't discredit anything he's done in his career. But I just don't think he's the right guy to lead this team full of a lot of really exciting guys like, you know, Tim Anderson, Luis Robbins. There's a lot of passion on that team. And I just don't know if he's the right guy to lead the way. I think that's a big move that needs to be made, but it absolutely won't, I don't think, at this point.
1: Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst Ben Verlander on the Nate Brown Show. Find him on Twitter, at Ben Verlander. Stay in Chicago uh, for me. Cubs were going to get rid of Contreras. They were going to do this whole thing. They they didn't. What are the the Cubs doing? That's a good question,
9: Nate. I don't know what the Cubs are doing. Um, You know, we see last year the full fire sale um, of – uh, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, and then this year it's pretty obvious Wilson Contreras is going to go, and then they just don't do it. I don't really understand what their thinking is there. Uh, they're obviously not going to win this year. So unless you sign him to an extension like now, then what are you really doing keeping him? You might as well get something for him. I know the Mets were in on him, and they just said it was too high of a price. So if you're the Cubs, I understand like this is your guy. you got to get a good return, but – You also have to get something, and now they're not going to do that, and we'll see if they re-sign them or not, but I have my doubts.
1: Last one on the Mets, DeGrom looked good. What should we think about the Mets? Their pitching staff, still a little bit of injury concern. What should we think about the Mets?
9: The Mets are real. The Mets are the real deal. Um, They're a very, very, very good team. We saw it over the weekend with a five-game series with the Braves, who are also very good, but it's just – was pretty apparent on the field, at least as of right now. The Mets, are the, the Mets are the clear best team in the NL East, and uh, the, the Braves. Look, both of the teams are going to get in the playoffs. Two, two NL East teams are for sure going to get in the playoffs. Perhaps the third if the Phillies can pull it out. But two of the teams are very good as of right now. The Mets are better. The Mets are a, the Mets are a problem in, in the National League. If, if you look at any of the teams that match up well against the Los Angeles Dodgers. It's a mess. Who wants to face Scherzer and Degrom at the start of a series? Nobody. And that's a problem. And we saw it on the we saw it on the weekend. Scherzer went out and dominated a really really good lineup in the Braves, and then Degrom comes out and just punched out 12 guys in almost six innings, and uh, ends up getting that Dansby Swanson homer hit off of him, which didn't seem likely at all at the time. But Dansby has been incredible all year long, and. The Mets are really good. Their offense is revamped. It's really good. I'm, I'm a believer in this team. I have been all year long, and I still am.
1: Ben Verlander in today, Major League Baseball Analyst for Fox Sports. Download his podcast, Flippin' Bats. Ben, always good, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Nate. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the time. Ben Verlander on Twitter, at Ben Verlander. Follow him there. Download the podcast, Best Baseball Podcast I've Listened to, Flippin' Bats, Flippin' Bats, the pod. Find him at foxsports.com as well. Ben Verlander on Fox Sports Rapid City. Um, It's interesting right now. You look at the Twins. They're a game ahead of the Guardians. They're two games ahead of the White Sox. This can't be the time where the Twins start struggling, can it? (laughs) Does <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I really don't want to be that guy. I want to see the Twins have success. I'm rooting for the Twins. Who's my favorite team right now? The Twins. The Twins. Well, what do you mean? You're a Cubs fan. You, 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 yeah, I know. They're 16 games back. They, they mail it in. They didn't even do any trade deals. I mean, the Cubs are a mess. So I want to see the Twins in the mix. And, um... They're hanging on by a thread here. They brought in a starter and starting pitcher who's eh, average, maybe better than average, maybe, and a reliever. And that's all the twins are doing. Will they be able to hang on? I don't know. We're into August. This is uh, the important time in baseball right now. Thanks for calling your live today, and you go ahead.
10: Um. Hey! What was that team's name? Yeah, come on. Come on. Don't do that to no, the no, Twins. No, no, it's part of my point here, Nate. <laughs> okay. It's kind of like Creighton Prep fans, Millard South fans, Mankato fans, St. Michael fans, Fargo fans. Okay. They wake up the next morning, <clears throat> Central Regional American Baseball Legion Tournament, and there's nothing in the paper on Saturday. Oh! They don't ever put the games in. That was the worst coverage? No, this was the worst coverage of a Central Regional Baseball Tournament. Nate, I've been to Fargo. I've been to Omaha. I've been to Sioux Falls. I traveled to these regionals. It's a big write-up. It's a big deal. Okay. I tell you what, you say we'll support big tournaments here? We can't even support this one, Nate.
1: I got you on that. I got you on that. I know Post-22 got hit early. And that's probably part of the deal, right? I mean, they got hit early, no, so they're no, out. No, no, Nate,
10: Nate, there's six other teams that spent $20,000 to come here. Gas, yeah. two, yeah. uniforms. Right? And we can't even cover it?
1: Yeah, I know it what you're saying. Joke. I know what you're saying. You're saying, well, every game should be covered and put in the paper, and it's the Central Plains Regional and Rapid City as the host. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get that. I mean, it's a big tournament. It's a it's a good tournament, but I don't know if you can get the fans to go to it. I don't know if you can do that.
10: I oh, think, I care less about the fans, Nate. How about the the newspaper? Yeah, I got you. You know, you go to the Omaha World, College World Series tournament, Nate, they got box scores of all the games. They got everything, Nate. And I don't want to hear it a bigger newspaper. No, it's a sports paper. Richard yeah. Anderson covered it. He covered Little League, Nate. They didn't even cover Little League very little this year.
1: Oh, I got you. I got you.
10: Roger Tolan. Oh, tell he's,
1: you what, he's buddy, great. He he's great. Changes. No, I know. I know. I know, Roger. It was an embarrassment. He's My the... friends from Trapper are like, what the hell, Ringo? <laughs> well,
10: I have a friend, now you know? got... And I got backup on this one, Nate. My friend... Is one of them Edgemont boys. He lives over in New Zealand now. Grew up with the Hollenbecks and all them when they were good over there at Edgemont. Okay. Yeah. He, no, he flies into town Saturday, grabs a paper, and he calls me up. And he goes, hey, let's go do something. I go, well, there's a baseball tournament. He goes, where? <laughs> I go, the regional. He goes, I read the paper. I didn't see nothing in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. You got your word in Edgewise now. I got it. I got it, buddy. I know. Let's just fold
10: up that paper or get rid of it. I'm serious. Nate. It's sad. <laughs>
1: all right, man. It's, it's embarrassing. I, hey, I got Kelvin Torvion. We'll recap the tournament. All right, we'll do okay, that. Okay, thank you, all buddy. Right. All right, appreciate it. Um, all right, all right. There we go. <laughs> just had to come back on a Monday. Had to get him back on a Monday. You know that. All right. By the way. Um, We're going to have to talk to Kelvin Torvey, post-22, recap the season a little bit. They win the state title. Didn't do as well at the Central Plains Regional. We'll recap the post-22 season. By the way, pretty young team. Um, We shall see where they go from here. I'm going to go from here to there with this. The NCAA, I told you last week, before I went on vacation, okay, it's my last vacation for a while. It's a sad thing. But I told you last week, the NCAA was going to vote On this big change to the transfer rule, right? The big change to the transfer rule. What did the NCAA decide to do? We'll talk to John Bryce, football scoop college football writer, about that next.
0: From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City.
8: Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's Five-Step Lawn Pro Service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 44.
3: Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear skies and quiet tonight with lows around 63. Southerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Clear skies again tomorrow. Highs level off around 95. Clear skies tomorrow night. Lows sit down to about 66. Dry with temperatures a bit above average. Wednesday and Thursday and highs from the low 90s to the mid 90s. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 89.
1: Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all in one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens, Central, and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com
3: the
7: minute
5: you wake up, to the moment you fall asleep. Black Hills Energy is here to support, inspire, and drive your next adventure. Because supporting your day-to-day is our every day. And we are always here, ready for your next step. Black Hills Energy,
0: ready from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Oh, we're back one day from vacation and fireworks on the show. You know that. You know that. We're ready. The Nate Brown Show. Glad to have you on board. Fox Sports Rapid City. Into the drive at 5 already. A lot of things popping a little bit. Not much happened while I was gone, though, right? Not much happened while I was gone. See, I pick and choose the window. I pick and choose the window. We're back, and now we're rolling. Um, Question of the day, if you haven't answered it, 720-1067 on the Barons wilson text line. Question of the day, how much should you care about a pro athlete's personality slash off-the-field behavior? Okay, I'm, I'm bringing this up, you know, players like, Aaron Rodgers, Kevin Durant, and some of these guys that demand this, demand that, I want this, I want that. You can't live without them. You can't live without them. So what do you do? How much should you care about their personality slash um, off-the-field behavior? How much should you care? 67% of you say you shouldn't care at all. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised. I get it, but I'm surprised by it. Let me know. John Bryce on tonight, National College Football Writer, footballscoop.com. Speaking of getting busy, man, John's ready to roll into the season. Uh, It's here. Practice rolling. Find him on Twitter at JohnDBryce1. John, good to have you. How are you?
7: I'm good, Nate. Great to visit with you again, and uh, welcome back, I guess, from vacation.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that. See, you're like, man, I haven't heard from Nate for a week. What's going on? Well, oh, I'm off, John. I'm off. So now you're back and ready. Um, let me ask you about this. This is a story I'm I'm not really sure, you know, which way this goes or if it goes much further. Oklahoma wide receivers coach, been there 23 years resigns, um, said a hurtful word after reading it off of a player's iPad, um, during a team meeting, it's coach Gundy. He's resigned. Brent Venables, the new head coach released a statement just this afternoon saying, you know, that's the way it had to go. And, and the whole thing, is this the end of it? Um, it seems like, a, an interesting story to me and, and maybe that's the end of it.
7: It will probably, I think be the end of it, Nate. Um, the, the statement from Brent Venables later today I, I found really interesting uh, when initially Coach Gundy, the younger brother of Oklahoma State coach Mike Gundy, said that um, he he read the word off of an iPad screen and wasn't even paying attention and didn't know what he said, basically. Uh, and then today Coach Venables later this afternoon clarified and said, you know, Coach Gundy did the right thing and he resigned, but he read the, the sentence multiple times out loud. And so right. I'm not a believer that um, – You know that that he was maybe an extra for for Ron Burgundy and Anchorman that just reads what's on the teleprompter. So I didn't buy the the initial logic in in saying that. I certainly, um, you know, find it completely inexcusable in that being something that was repeated multiple times, whether off of a a player's iPad or not. um, You you edit that, or you maybe you tell the player. This is so much more important than paying attention in our film meeting. You get up and read us what's on your screen, something like that. Um, but there are absolutely exponentially better ways it could have been handled, could have been handled, especially. Uh, from a coach who's nearly a 25-year veteran in the industry.
1: Yeah, uh, Brent Venables, head coach, released that statement, said uh, he read it multiple times, a racially charged word that is objectionable to everyone, doesn't reflect the attitude values of the football program. So the Oklahoma uh, tenure under Brent Venables off to a little bit of a rough start. Let me ask you about how Brent Venables gets this program. Um, What type of shape is this program in, Oklahoma?
7: You know, it's in solid shape. A lot of times, especially when a coach gets his first ever job to be a head coach, uh, a lot of times you don't walk into a great first-year situation. This is honestly a case where, where Lincoln Riley left a program behind in Oklahoma that's been far healthier in recent years than that of the one he went to in Southern Cal. Now, the program that Brent Venables inherited is not the healthiest program in the world because a number of players then turned around and followed Lincoln out the USC. There were some other losses via the transfer portal. Um, So there's still a lot of talent on this Oklahoma roster. It's not the Oklahoma roster of previous years, in my opinion. Um, Now, I like Brent Venables, and I really like the staff that he's assembled out there, uh, especially Levy at offensive coordinator. I just think the guy is absolutely sublime and will be a head coach really, really soon. Um, but it's, a, it's, to me, a wide-open Big 12, maybe the, the widest open it's been in several years. I was in Nashville briefly last week at the National uh, Recruiting Directors and Player Personnel Sim- uh, Directors Symposium, uh, visited with a number of people from various spots there. And there are a number of different teams in that league that absolutely, truly believe they can win the Big 12 this year, whether it's a Baylor, whether it's a Texas, Oklahoma people, Oklahoma State. There are genuinely a lot of teams in that league that believe they can win the league.
1: Interesting. Big 12 might be good. Uh, John Bryce on tonight, National College football writer. I want to go off the field, John, get your take on this. So before I went on vacation, I said this story may be big. I said wait until August 3rd here um, when the NCAA Division I Council was supposed to recommend if they're going to change the one-time transfer rule and they were looking at it reports were coming out there might be unlimited transfers and you might be able to transfer and play right away and they were going to do that it looked like it then all of a sudden now they said well we're going to we're going to revisit that till the end of august we're going to do that at the end of august are we going to are they going to change this or you think this is going to go uh, the same way it is now
7: I tend to believe it will stick as it is now, Um, again, referencing the the setting I was in last week and talking with people uh, literally from across the country involved in college football. I really don't know anybody in favor of unlimited transfers. I really don't know how that would work. I don't know how it would be structured within the, the constraints of the APR system, which has been relaxed in recent years a little bit um, with the onset of the the new transfer portal and the COVID years and everything that's been going on. Um, But it's that academic progress rate is still an an important metric um, for the NCAA and for a lot of schools. A lot of coaches, frankly, have APR bonuses built into their contract structure. So um, I just cannot see the unlimited transfer rule happening. I don't, know really anybody that's up for it. I like players being able to transfer the first time and have an immediate year of eligible and being eligible immediately, um, but if it's beyond that, then I completely understand the roster management element of it, the scholarship monies involved, uh, and the fact that you, you need to make somebody sit. Just like we talked about earlier, Nate, the the windows on the transfer portal um, that, that did, get, did get passed, and we first visited on that I think way back in after the DFO convention. I think those are some very healthy guardrails. I don't know how you do unlimited transfers. I I don't know how that works. There's already too many questions unanswered right now in college athletics, especially college football. I don't know how you add that to it.
1: How about the coaches' preseason poll today, John? Coaches' preseason poll, Alabama's number one. They got 64 first-place votes. That's a boatload. Um, I wasn't surprised by it. What do you think about the rest of the top five? Um, Notre Dame comes in at five. Clemson comes in at four. What should we think about the coaches' opinion?
7: Yeah, I mean, um, I I know that they'll publish a lot of the coaches that participated. You wonder how many of the coaches actually voted versus how many of the coaches had their SIDs vote for them. Uh, You find different coaches that, that take different approaches with that. Absolutely zero surprise With the University of Alabama, I think it's uh, Alabama and Ohio State. Um, the top two teams in college football going into this season. In my opinion, I was a little surprised to see Clemson at number four and equally a bit surprised to see Notre Dame at, at number five, giving the coaching transition, giving their uh, going to be starting, uh, first-time starting quarterback no matter who it is, and it will be Tyler Buckner. I feel certain of that. Um, but there's just a lot there. And, and Clemson, same deal. Um, They've got some, some solid pieces back. They closed last season, I think, with maybe six consecutive wins or six and one down the stretch. But they're replacing both coordinators. They're, placing some, they're replacing some other staff members. So um, I'm a little little surprised at those two teams coming four and five. Uh, I've talked to people in Tuscaloosa and people in the SEC who really believe this could be, and people don't want to hear this, but there are people in that region and people in college football that believe this might be Nick Saban's one of the best, if not potentially his best team at Alabama.
1: John Bryce, get ready for the season. Footballscoop.com. National college football writer. Find him on Twitter. Follow him. John D. Bryce. John, always good, man. Thanks for hopping on.
7: You got it, brother. Have a great week.
1: Appreciate your time. John Bryce, tonight. Um, footballscoop.com, National College Football Writer, getting us started, getting set for the college football season. Coaches poll just came out. Preseason coaches poll. Alabama 1, Georgia 2, Ohio State 3, Clemson 4, Notre Dame 5. How about that? How about that? Interesting, interesting, huh? Um, Let's see here. Texas is voted number 18, the Texas Longhorns, number 18, USC with Lincoln Riley and the transfers, number 15, USC number 15. Who got one first-place vote? One of these teams got one first-place vote. Alabama got 64, Georgia got six, Ohio State got five. These are first-place votes. You know who got one first-place vote? Texas. (laughs) Which coach did that? Do we have to – was that Sarkisian himself? Was that Steve himself? We shall see. Um, into the drive at five on a Monday. Glad to be back. The Nate Brown Show is on, and I've got two things for you today in the drive at five. I, I want to hit on this. Um, high school sports underway. Football practice just got going today for the big schools. Soccer's been going on, all this prep for uh, the fall sports season. How many kids are playing high school sports on average in high schools. These numbers just came out today across the country. Average, what do you think? What percentage of high school students are in high school sports? What percentage of high school students play high school sports? What do you think that number is? We've got it, we'll discuss it. And then we had a mess today, this morning, at an NFL training camp. What should we think when this happens at our favorite team's training camp next?
0: This is South Dakota's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show, on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City.
2: New Chevy trucks are inbound and arriving daily at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet. Buy them before they get here. Stop in and see us or view our inventory at Danny DannyMenholtRapidChevrolet.com. See what's on the way and buy before it arrives. You get any incentives like big factory cash rebates or low no APR financing. Plus, now get a $1,000 Danny Menholt discount on any new Silverado 1500. Find new roads at Danny Menholt Rapid Chevrolet or Danny DannyMenholtRapidChevrolet.com.
0: KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City, the Black Hills Sports Station, 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports, Rapid City.
4: So at Black Hills Health and Wellness Center, we have four chiropractors in the clinic, and our big focus is working on the musculoskeletal health of patients. Being in business in 39 years and having done business with every single bank in the area, in the community, in the last two years, we have definitely realized how much we have been missing out with the extra go-the-distance service that Pioneer Bank and Trust is willing to provide you. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
8: Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on
9: JB Road, Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your
0: favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection
9: of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game or get going, get to Shields. Shields, we're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid
5: City. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show.
1: We're back on a Monday. We are back after a week off. So we're ready to roll into the drive at five. Brought to you by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com. Start your pre-owned vehicle search there. Really easy to do. SummitAutoGRP.com. Stacey and Matt, they've got the selection. Take a look. Car buying truly built around you. And then experience the Summit difference. If you haven't. I want you to come back, your friends, your family, they'll treat you right. SummitAutoGRP.com, the Summit Auto Drive at 5. On the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City featuring Craig Maddock from Sioux Falls tonight. We'll get into the high school sports season here as we're underway, right, practice, the whole thing. Some games coming up, high school sports games on the way this week. SDPB Sports, Craig Maddock in Kelvin Torvey's on tap. Post-22 wrapped up the season. 41 wins for the Hard Hats. 41 wins and a, another state title. Good to see the Hard Hats back on top. of The state champions, they got bumped out of the Central Plains Regional. But we'll talk to Kelvin Torvey, the head coach, and recap the season. A young team, by the way. So I think they'll be good for a couple of years. At least it seems that way. Um, 720-1067 is our number. If you want to join the program, we'll get you on. 720 720- 1067 and remember the Barons Wilson text line 720 1067. Direct text the show uh, like your answer to our question of the day. We'll get into that first. This, first, this. So I said high school sports season underway, everybody's practicing the whole thing. And you know what? um, Some people have said here, and we've talked about it on the show. Are more kids playing sports now, does it seem like to you? I I don't have scientific numbers of year by year by year. Okay, and I've done this. I've been looking at things over the years. There was a drop-off during 2020, right, the COVID mess and all of that stuff. So nationally, there was a drop-off with high school sports participation in 2020. But now it looks like, to me, pretty good news. Pretty good news, I think. You can tell me. This is out saying, as we get into the fall sports season 2022, this is out. How many kids, high school students, okay, you think about high school, high school students, how many are playing high school sports this year? What percentage? What percentage? They looked at it um, when they did their numbers in the develop every student through sports uh, framework, okay, that's it. They looked at it, Aspen Sports Institute, and they looked at this. How many kids are playing high school sports? And I think this is a pretty good number. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think it's a number. Here's the number today. Four in ten high school students are playing high school sports this year. Four in ten high school students are playing high school sports. Does that number equate with you? Does that, is is that is that a solid number? We're shooting that around today going – you know, everybody says kids are playing video games and kids are doing this and kids, okay? And and I get all of that. I believe that because I just have anecdotal information, right? <laughs> I just think about it. It's like, do I ever see kids playing wiffle ball? Do I see kids go to the ballpark just for fun, tossing it around, doing that? I, it feels like I don't. Young kids, it, it feels like I don't. I was talking to an older guy. He was a great baseball player in his day. And he said, you know, we used to just go to the ballpark and throw it around and play and and play pickup games and the whole thing he said you don't even see that anymore you don't see that anymore and i said to him though i said here's the deal though okay and i think that's right but here's the deal organized sports or or whatever you want to call it whether that's little league whether that's club sports whatever it may be they have taken the place of well we got this practice we got this practice we got this travel game we got that tournament we got this There is no more time necessarily to say, Well, I'm just going to go to the ballpark with some buddies and play a little pickup game, whatever it may be, play a little cork ball, play a little wiffle ball, play a little baseball with some buddies over at the ballpark that's run down. There is none of that going on, at least it seems like to us, because why, in my opinion, we're already having the kids do this practice, do this game, do that, okay, And, and the schedule is full. I don't know if less kids are playing sports. When you look at the numbers, they say these numbers here—it's um, a little bit of a jump up. But they say, well, you, you, you got to look at it. 2020 was bad nationally, so now in 2022, have we have we, um, you know, revived high school students playing sports? When I think about that, is that half glass? Uh, is, is that glass half full? I think it feels like that's half full to me. Forty percent of high school students playing high school sports—that's not bad. Would I want it to be bigger? Maybe, but you know, there's already a natural uh, percentage of kids that they aren't athletes, or they're not going to play, or they don't like it, or whatever it is. That happens, right? They're they're doing this activity or that activity, and it's not always video games, right? Old crusty guys like me can say this. It it's not. It's not. There's various things, and there's a million things now for kids to do, whether that's various sports, but there's also a lot of other things that kids can get involved in, extracurriculars and activities from, what do we have, like coding? um, Do we have, like, robotics groups, coding groups? I mean, all this stuff that none of the stuff that we had. And so you're going to tell me 40% of high school students play high school sports this season? I'll take that number. Maybe it's too low because then then they say, well, on the other side, so you're now saying six out of 10 kids don't play sports, and that's okay. Six out of 10 kids don't play sports. I guess maybe we should get it up to that 50 50 if 50% of kids played high school sports. But I don't think it's a terrible number. Four in 10 high school students. That's a national look today as we get into 2022. Four in 10 high school students are playing. High school sports. I, I don't think that's terrible. By the way, let me ask this second question of the day. I want to get your take on it. Um, so uh, I got it from this morning. And I'm watching over the, over the last couple of weeks the NFL training camps. And you know what happens this time of year? NFL training camps, every little thing is magnified. And now we have everybody covering every pass, every run, every play at practice. They're tweeting it. They're covering it, the whole thing. That's just the world we live in. So now we see what? Every scuffle, every fight, every push, every shove, we see every scuffle it feels like. But this morning at New York Giants training camp, we had a major fight. So you can find it. Um, It's out there on the uh, great Internet. So you can find it. New York Giants training camp this morning, major fight. People pulling, uh, you know, swinging haymakers, pulling guys uh, by their helmet. Uh, an offensive line coach gets involved in the melee with players. These are guys on the same team. And we, it's not the first time we've seen fights, but I'm asking you today. Let's say it's your favorite team. Okay, uh, one I saw over the weekend, Josh Allen got in a little pushing match. He pushed a defensive lineman, and then there was a fight that kind of broke out with the Bills after that. And this is my guy, Josh Allen, NFL star, right? Um, got bumped as he was going in to score, didn't really like it, kind of pushed the D lineman, and, and the rest is history. So I ask you this question. I want to know, your team, are you good with NFL players getting in fights with your own team. When you see the uh, New York Giants football melee today, if you want to find that, are you good with with that? That's my question of the day. Basically, oh yeah, you got to have some fire. You got to have some energy. You got to have some you know competitiveness. It's good to have a little uh, fight in you, right? You're tired of playing against your own team, or is that a bad sign? That's that's my second question of the day. People are voting on it, and it's interesting right now the way they're going. Uh, you let me know, 720-1067 on the Nate Brown Show, Barons Wilson text line. Are you okay with, like, star NFL players? Um, how that fight started at the Giants camp today, Saquon Barkley, star running back, he, like, lowered the boom on a DB, and then, and then the rest was history. Then after that, people started fighting and, and the whole thing. Josh Allen. My guy, a little push with the defensive lineman. things, you know, then got messy after that. Are you okay with some star NFL players getting in fights and then, you know, with their own team at training camp? Do you want to see, here's the question, Kirk Cousins get into a fight or start a little uh, pushing match with the Vikings defense? And (laughs) that may be a bad question because some of you Vikings fans probably say, yeah, I do want to see that from Kirk. I want to see some fire from Kirk. Somebody fire him up. Um, like me, Russell Wilson. Do I want to see Russell Wilson at Broncos training camp uh, push a DB, push a linebacker, get into a scuffle? I got to tell you, and, and, and people say, oh, that's soft. I love competitiveness. I love competitive fire. I don't love friendly fire. I do, That New York Giants melee this morning, that was a mess. I mean, and fans were cheering it on. The fans that like the Giants were cheering on the fighting at training camp today, like it was, uh, like it was a good thing. I don't necessarily think it is. I would, nece- I would go the other way. Your answers today are what? Are you okay with star NFL players getting in some fights with their own team at training camp? So it would be me, Russell Wilson getting into a pushing match and and starting a a scuffle with the Broncos training camp. I don't want to see that. I don't think that's a good thing from from a leader if he's a captain, whoever that may be. I don't want to see it. I want to see cohesiveness. I want to see chemistry. You're going to have some uh, scuffles here and there. I don't think it's a good thing. By the way, here's the vote. 70%. What do you think 70% of the audience says? Yes, I'm okay with the fights, show some fire. 30% say no, it's a bad sign for the team. I'm going to give you this. That that deal with the New York Giants today, that didn't seem like that was um, very good. Let me just say that. Didn't seem like it was a team bonding, team building uh, moment. Well, it's, the, it's hot. It's the NFL. They've been practicing the last couple of weeks, the whole thing. I, uh, I don't want to see my star player, Saquon Barkley, start a scuffle that turns into a melee with an offensive line coach and people throwing haymakers. I don't want to see it. Um, well, it's, it's testosterone and it's uh, the alpha males. and the, Yeah, I, I get it. I don't want to see it. 70% say, I'm okay with the fights. Show some fire. Interesting. Interesting. Heavy, heavy votes today. Back with Craig Maddock, SDPB Sports, Sioux Falls. High school sports season underway, and he's live
0: next. Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown Show? Just find the Nate Brown Show podcast and listen wherever you download your podcasts.
5: Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Tenise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Clear
3: skies and quiet tonight with lows around 63. Southerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Clear skies again tomorrow. Highs level off around 95. Clear skies tomorrow night. Lows sit down to about 66. Dry with temperatures a bit above average Wednesday and Thursday and highs from the low 90s to the mid 90s. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 88.
2: The cars, trucks, and SUVs you're looking for are a Denny Menho Rushmore Honda. Shop imports and domestics. Many local one-owner trade Plus, the area's best selection of pre-owned Hondas and Honda Certified Pre-Owned. With qualified credit, buy with no money down, and get financing available as low as 1.99% APR. Great prices and low finance rates make now the best time to buy. See Danny Menno Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Finance rate available and select Honda Certified Pre-Owned. Length of contract is limited. From the kennel to the coop, whatever the season,
0: Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life.
5: What can Elevate Performance do for your athlete? Brandon Drum, D2 lacrosse player at Mars Hill University.
4: I started going to Elevate Performance for problems with my knee, and after working with Britt, he identified some other issues that helped me prevent severe injury. Elevate's strength and conditioning program also helped me perform at a much higher level. My goal was to play college lacrosse, and I am thankful for Britt and Elevate for helping me achieve that goal. Elevate worked with me on a personal level and helped mold me into a stronger athlete. Get your athlete
5: started at Elevate Performance.
4: Live
0: from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Come back in. The Nate Brown Show and the Drive at 5, presented by Summit Automotive Group, summitautogrp.com. Start there before you buy or before you look for your next pre-owned vehicle. That's the place you can start, SummitAutoGRP.com. Experience the Summit difference and the drive at 5 on Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad to be back. The Nate Brown Show is on. We are live, and I'll tell you, um, the podcast will be up, back and ready. Of course, every live show, 4 to 6. But if you miss some of the live guests, go to the podcast, the Nate Brown Show podcast, available where you download your podcast. He has his own podcast, great interviews throughout the year, in play. SDPB Sports, live from Sioux Falls, Craig Maddock is in. East River meets West River to kick off the week. Craig, good to have you. How are you? I'm good. Uh,
11: you sound very refreshed. I, I think you, uh, the sun in San Diego must have uh, done well for you. Well, it
1: did. Here's the thing. My throat's a little, you know, I'm like, man, I must have not yelled at my kids enough on vacation. I don't know what's going on, but uh, nonetheless, we're okay. We had a good time. Um, I'm back and ready. So let me ask you, when I, when I go into this fall sports season, here's a number that came out, um, this Aspen Sports Institute. They look at high school sports participation. Here's the number nationally. I'm going to ask you your opinion on it. They say this year, four out of ten high school students are playing high school sports. So, 40% of high school students play high school sports nationally. Do we think that's a good number?
11: I think that number is uh, higher in uh, in South Dakota. Okay, um, okay. I could th- I could see larger school districts it being at, at four out of ten, but I know there are a number of South Dakota school districts, uh, the smaller schools. I know for a fact uh, if you included the uh, band and chorus and all that kind of stuff, seventy um, percent uh, some of these uh, smaller schools have kids that are involved. I know that for a fact. Uh, So I I know, and I think in South Dakota, overall, I think that number would be higher.
1: Okay, I actually said, I said, Craig, I'm like, hey, if we get 40% of high school students playing high school sports, I actually thought that was not bad. That's a a rebound from the COVID mess two years ago and, and that whole thing, but Um, I said nationally, I don't think that's bad. Some people say, well, less kids are playing sports these days, just from young all the way to old, and and we have less kids. That may be the case, but I'm saying, um, as you said, I think the number is even higher in South Dakota. What should the number be? Half of kids? You you think, uh, I think that's fair. Well, I know with, with with
11: my kids, all of my kids and of course I have I I had six kids that went through the the whole system. I mean, they were all involved with they were in sports or they were also in band uh in chorus. Uh and so they were very active and I know my folks uh, wanted me and my my uh, brothers and sister to be involved in as many opportunities as possible. I think that's good. I think we, we should be encouraging our kids to be involved in as many things as possible. Um, and so I you think want for the number most, a little higher, a little higher I, than 40. I would, but sometimes it, it can't be any much higher. I mean, let's face it. I've heard you sing. You can't you can't be in, in choir, um, although <laughs> they could probably train you to be a good singer. Um, I, I think they should try it. I mean, I, I would want m- more kids to get involved with the, with the experience now. Let's face it, you've only got, uh, what, uh, 10 or 12 on a roster for basketball, and you got a school of 1,800. I mean, right, that's not right. going to happen. And so I think the larger school districts, that number probably is going to be closer to 4 or 5 out of 10. But I really think the smaller school, that number is much higher.
1: Well, I'm with you on that. I come from a small school in Montana, and I said – our numbers were pretty high, man. I mean, not everybody, right? But our numbers were pretty high. You were playing football, basketball, track, baseball. I mean, you, you were doing that.
11: And in the band, and in the band. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Extracurricular activities better than than sitting around. Um, I'll go to this. What about high school fees? So I every school's different. I was getting into this topic because I saw a headline where it said uh, some high schools are eliminating their fees. Uh, to participate, and, and some of the fees aren't very high, but there's a participation fee at some high schools to play sports. Is that fair? What should we look at from that side, meaning, well, it might be 100 bucks to play soccer at this school because it goes to fund this. What about high school sports fees?
11: I, I understand that, and the first thing I think of is good old, uh, you know, Mom and dad saying, you know what, I'm paying $100 uh, to, for my kid to play, and they're not playing enough. Uh, I expect them to be playing more. Um, I would hope that wouldn't happen, but the first thing, though, I think of when you talk about yeah, yeah. fees in high school.
1: I'll, I look at it, I say, well, it sure would be nice if we didn't have fees. And I don't know how that all works with budgets, right? Everybody has to have a budget. No. Um, well, let's
11: face it, school districts spend about 2 or 3%. Of their whole budget on extracurricular activities, that's okay. right. It's only two or three. Some may say, "Oh, yeah, they're spending way too much." Typically, it's two, three, four percent, maybe, uh, of the actual whole high school budget that is used for extracurricular activities. And so sometimes, sometimes you may have to go with peas in order. To fund a program, I know, like in Sioux Falls and other schools around the area, you know they'll have uh, they'll try to sell uh, like credit cards for uh, restaurants and yep, things like yep, that, yep. Uh, and try to raise money. Which which I would rather see rather than maybe a fee, but sometimes it's easier just to go ahead and charge the fee.
1: Craig Matic on tonight SDPB Sports live from Sioux Falls. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to have you step in this here, an East River uh, guy commenting on a West River story, and here it is. Um, Rapid City-Stevens football, um, you know, they're they're coming back. Michael Scott's the head coach. I talked to him just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was planning on having quite a few players back. One of those players is going over to St. Thomas-Moore. He's a great mm-hmm. wide receiver, great player. He's transferring over. What do you think from an East River side seeing a player from Stevens, in this case, going to uh, St. Thomas-Moore?
11: But that's that's too bad, you know. I know they got one from Rapid City Central as well um, with St. Thomas More, but but again, there's various reasons why that happens. I mean, they they may really strongly believe they want to want to go to a, a Christian school and be a part of that atmosphere and be a part of it. Um, they could, it, it, I don't like it when athletes go to a school just so they can go play football or just go play basketball there. I'm hoping, they are hoping for the overall experience of whatever school that they're going to transfer to.
1: Okay, speaking of high school football, do we have a sense for who is really, really good in Sioux Falls for high school football?
11: I think it's really even this year. I think it's going to be more even this year than we've seen in years past. Um, Even with Jefferson in their second year, I think they're going to be better, Um, you know, and... uh, I always look at which schools have the most returning starters. That's the first thing I look at. And I think this could be quite even uh, here for Sioux Falls. I still think, though, that Harrisburg and Brandon Valley, um, those two football programs have just really skyrocketed uh, here in the last couple of years. And uh, I haven't seen all the figures yet, but I'm, I'm certainly expecting that Harrisburg and Brandon are also going to be included in those Sioux Falls schools.
1: Craig Maddock on tonight SDPB Sports in Sioux Falls. My question of the day, last question for you, Craig. Going to the NFL, so you watch these training camps oh, yeah. last couple of weeks? Yes. We, we got we got every play, every run, every pass mm-hmm. analyzed, and then I we got it. the fights. We have scuffles and and people watching all these fights. The Giants had a melee this morning. I mean, an absolute melee with their own team. I ask you, are you good with fighting with your own team? Yes, it shows some fire, or no, I I, I don't like it. No, I do
11: not like it. And by the way, the Giants are in big trouble, because it's not the first time this has happened in training camp. Uh, you... I understand there are you know, it's hot, you're doing stuff, you're you're Sick trying to win other. a position. Yeah. You're trying to win a position, you're trying to go all out and maybe you're going all out, but the guy you're going against, you know, he's a he's a, a veteran, he knows he's got a job. Um sometimes those things happen, but you can't let that happen because if you got stuff like that happening on the field You don't want that to move into the locker
1: room. Um, I'm with you on that, Craig. uh, But but 30% of the audience said it's a bad sign for the team. 70% of the audience says, I'm good with it. Show some fire.
11: Uh, Show the fire when the season actually starts. Uh, (laughs) That's what I want to say. I don't want to see... Uh, my guy is fighting because who knows? Uh, you could hurt one of your uh, most valuable people on the squad. Uh, you don't want that to happen. And I—it's th- a—it's a mess in in New York and the Giants. That—that's that's, they're going to be one of they're going to get one of the first round draft picks um, oh, coming up
1: next year. Mark his words. Mark his words. <laughs> Not a good season for the Giants, and it started with the melee on August eighth. Um, by the way, you don't want to see Adam Thielen fighting. Um, is Smith? No, you don't want
11: uh, Mr. Wilson, your quarterback, to uh, go ahead and sucker sucker punch some
1: rookie? No, I do Broncos, not. Of course yeah, not. I do no. not. All right, we're in agreement. We're in agreement. Uh, SDPB Sports, his podcast in play. Are you getting Starting set for some month. new? Starting next month. Okay, all right. Starting next month in September. All right, high school sports season uh, upon us. Craig Maddock on tonight. Craig, always good. Thanks a lot. Great to have you back. Appreciate it. Craig Maddock on. Uh, find him on Twitter, at Craig Maddock. SDPB Sports, uh broadcaster from Sioux Falls. All right. All right. Um, where's that poll at? Have you answered that question? Are you okay with some star NFL players getting in melees at their training camp with their own team? Saquon Barkley kind of sparked one today for the Giants. I even saw my guy Josh Allen got in a little... Dust up uh, over the weekend. My guy, Josh Hall. I love Josh. I love Josh. He's a great leader. Great teammate. Uh, so that one there, I was like, eh, eh, I don't love that. I don't love. I don't like melees with your own team, scuffles with your own team. I, I don't like it. Um, but 70% of you say, yes, I'm okay with the fights with your own team. Show some fire. 30% say, no, it's a bad sign for the overall team. Coming right back with Kelvin Torvey tonight. Let's recap the baseball season. The Hard Hats won the state championship. They go to the Central Plains Regional, which we hosted here. They got beat their first couple of games. But how about the overall season recap? What does this team look like next year? Kelvin Torvey's the head coach at post 22. He's on the way.
0: You're listening to the Nate Brown Show.
4: Are you ready for rodeo action? Get to the Heart Ranch Camping Resort as Wild West Wednesdays returns this summer. The Wild West Wednesday Rough Stock and Barrel Series begins June 29th with rodeos every Wednesday through August 17th. Weekly performances start at 7. Gates open at 5 with free rodeo entertainment and food trucks. August 10th is Vintage Cowboy Night. Tickets are at the gate or www.hrresort.org. Thank you to Camping World, Dakota Discount RV, Midwest Campers, Jack's Campers, and WeatherTight Extension.
1: We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better, quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, -u bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better.
8: Chatting with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales, you know people are restless with all that's going on in the world, and they're ready to get out and travel. And we're here to help you take care of all your automotive needs before that big road trip. From oil changes, batteries, to charging your A.C. system, starting at just 149 bucks for most vehicles. Just a one-stop shop. Absolutely. Plus, we carry over 30 brand-new tires and have deals as good as anywhere. And flat out the best brake deal around at just $329 per axle with new pads, rotors, and a lifetime warranty. Hey, I know you guys can handle just about anything, Plus, you're an ASE and AAA-approved repair facility to boot. Yes, sir. Our shop and mechanics have passed thorough testing in all of the disciplines of automotive repair to achieve these AAA and ASE certifications. Check out Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail, folks, for a happy and affordable motoring life. The place to trust your complete AAA and ASE-certified automotive repair specialist. See AnytimeAnytime.com. And, of course, at the corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota.
2: Anytime Auto Sales.
5: Introducing First Gold Gaming Resort's new mobile app. Now you can experience everything First Gold has to offer right in the palm of your hand, including special deals on lodging, gaming, and dining. Book a room in our travel lodge by Wyndham or check out First Gold's newest promotions. Download the First Gold mobile app today on Google Play or the App Store and get $20 in promo play. Free to download with unmatched benefits. The new mobile app from First Gold Gaming Resort. It's where Deadwood begins and the winning never
0: live from the anytime auto sales service and details studio sales service and recreation this is fox sports rapid city
1: Welcome back in. The Nate Brown Show Live, Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad to be back. Is, did everything go smoothly so far? I, I guess. I guess. I didn't forget too much, right? We're back and ready to roll. No more vacations. I was told that. My wife told me no more vacations. That's it. All right. The boss has spoken. We're, we're done. We're ready. We're ready. I'll tell you this: this post twenty-two baseball season was a lot of fun. Dramatic fashion of the state tournament, right? Hosting the state tournament, the Hard Hats come back the hard way, and they get it done, winning another state title for post twenty-two baseball. Hard Hats go to the Central Plains Regional. Things didn't go as well. Some great teams coming into town this past week. As Creighton Prep wins the Central Plains Regional and goes to the American Legion World Series. Post-22 baseball on Fox Sports Rapid City, they wound up 41 wins. Um, And I'll tell you, head coach Kelvin Torvey had some young guys. It could be a good future here the next year or two. Kelvin Torvey joins us one more time with a season recap for the Hard Hats, the 2022 State South Dakota champions. Coach, good to have you back on. How are you?
12: I'm doing well, Nate. Hope you're doing
5: well.
1: I'm doing good. Let me ask you about um, first things first. That state title. Before we recap the Central Plains Regional, that state title. You guys got got a loss there early, and it's always tougher to come back. What was your um, reaction as as you worked through that tournament after the loss? What did it feel like knowing? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to come back through here.
12: Well, we knew we had the capability of doing it. Um, you know, the, the first two games of the state tournament were kind of a microcosm of our season. We played well. First game, won four to two. Palmer and Jenkins had a complete game. And then we lay an egg against Mitchell. And, you know, it's almost like here we go again. But we told the guys, we said, we've used our mulligan. You know, we're capable of going on a run, but it's up to us. Nobody's going to come and save us. It's up to us to find it within ourselves, to to play with each other, to play for each other to not get too wrapped up in what, you know, our own personal stats were. And that's what the guys did. I mean, they went on an unbelievable run, and it was so gratifying to win this state championship, just, you know, for our guys and for the town and for the program that, you know, we did. We did, uh, We were gamers when it counted, and we got it done.
1: What did that feel like for you as a coach? You've watched some of these young guys. You had some veteran leaders. I mean, they played a big role, but some of these young guys and their growth this season, um, knowing, boy, it wasn't easy. Uh, You had to beat Sioux Falls East a couple of times, had to come back through. What did it uh, do for you as a coach looking at some of these guys, their development from the beginning to the end?
12: Well, it will set us up, you know, for the next few years because we had uh, on our playoff roster, we had seven sophomores. You know, in the National Regionals, we just got over with. We, by far, are the youngest team. I think the, the closest team to us was had, had three sophomores. So we had seven sophomores, and the sophomores contributed. You know, Wilson Kiefer played shortstop every day. Alex Dietrich had six RBIs on Sunday, three in each game, to, you know, help put us over the top. You know, Lee Negabauer had a complete game against uh, Pierre and so, you know, that's, it. and Hayden Hollick, you know, he'd been hurt for, for six weeks and he came in, and, you know, he, he didn't play in the state tournament, but he played in the regionals, got a couple of hits. So just the experience of not just playing in the state tournament, yeah. but showing ourselves and understanding that even if we are behind the eight ball, if we pull together and we play for each other, we can do special things. Kelvin so Tor- that so that, that was why it was so much
1: fun. Kelvin Torvey on tonight, head coach at post-22. They win the state championship. Getting back on top, Coach, what did that feel like?
12: It wonderful. You know, we in my first year as a head coach, we won it. Second year, we didn't. Third year, we did win it. The COVID year, last year, we did not. And this year, we did. So, um, you know, it, it's just, it was, like I said, it was just – really gratifying because we did not have the best year in, in post-22 history. You know, we're, you know, we, we did fairly well, but it wasn't like we were 70 and five, like the year they won the world series. And so it was a grind this year and we had to go, you know, fight through a lot of adversity. We, you know, we stunk it up the first four games in the firecrackers, but from then on, it was almost, you know, we played a lot better baseball. We probably won two out of every three games we played. And some of the games we lost were good games. And so, It was just—it was really a lot of fun because you know a lot of people didn't expect us to win the state tournament, and yet we did. And so that's always a—that's always a fun thing.
1: Won it on your home field. Hard hats win the state title. Now to go to the Central Plains Regional. Coach had to play the Minnesota State champions. How tough of a matchup was that right away?
12: That was—you know—they're good. Like I said, both teams we played had you know seven or eight seniors on the field. You know, like the, the against Mankato you know, their pitcher was a freshman in college, and our pitcher was a junior in high school. So, you know, that's not an excuse, but yet it does play into the equation. And so we didn't acquit ourselves very well. We played better the second day than we did the first, and like I told the guys or I told the newspaper, better isn't good enough at the national level. You have to play your best. And so we're just looking at this as a learning experience. You know, it's going to be in our building again next year, and so we're going to have one year of experience behind us, and so we're... it's a long way off, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it already.
1: Coach, talk about off the field, just hosting the Central Plains Regional, what it took to pull it off, how the experience was for the teams coming in.
12: The, 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 I talked to a lot of coaches, and they all raved about the ballpark and about the hospitality that Rapid City showed. You know, Wayne Sullivan and Kathy Minnick and Barb Schmidt were all on our, on our uh, uh, regional committee, and they worked tirelessly long hours to make it a special event and you know there was a, there were good crowds out there even though Post 22 wasn't playing I was at the, the championship game on Sunday and there were a lot of people there a lot of Rapid City people so Rapid City is a baseball town and we showed ourselves really well with this with this uh, tournament and we're going to do it again next year and hopefully host things you know down the road.
1: Well I look forward to it you bring back some players what do you say is the strongest point here as you come in I know there's offseason work and evals and the whole thing that lot's going to go into it. It's not just going to, the ball's going to roll your way. What's the strongest point for this team coming back?
12: We ran the bases really well this year. Um, I don't know how many times we stole third base, and every time we stole third, they did it on their own. I didn't give them a sign. So we, we run the bases really well. Um, you know, we're getting back almost everybody. You know, we lose White Anderson at third. We lose uh, uh, Jake Solano at catcher. Riker Henney, uh, you know, played third and left. It was the DH, So we lose those guys, and they're going to be missed. But we've got everybody back, and every team in our organization had an excellent year. Like our Bullets were 50-6, and six. and I think the, you know, the Expos had a good year and the Cadets had a really good year. I don't remember their, their records right off, but we have a, a bunch of winners in our program, and so there's going to be a lot of competition next year and the year following for spots on the varsity. So we're going to be, have some tough decisions to make. Like I said, we only lose three guys. Um, and so there's going to be a lot of competition, but that's what makes everybody better, and that what makes the uh, program better.
1: Recapping a good post-22 season, they go on a run and win the state championship back on top. Head coach Kelvin Torvey for the hard hats as we covered him this season on Fox Sports Rapid City. Coach, congrats to you on a nice season. I appreciate you coming on.
12: Thanks so much, Nate. I appreciate all your support.
1: All right, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll talk to him again, Kelvin Torvey tonight. Head coach, post-22 has done a nice job. Um, that was not an easy one here. I mean, a lot of young guys, ups and downs, and uh, that's, that's a winner uh, this year. A state title for the post-22 hard hats back on top. They did it the hard route. Had to go back through the other side after getting clipped by Mitchell early and then went on a run and uh, got to the Central Plains Regional, which, again, he just said, hosting again next year in Rapid City with a post-22 team that it uh, feels like uh, could be in contention again in South Dakota and maybe beyond. Head coach for the Hard Hats, Kelvin Torvignon, all season long here on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports, Rapid City. You're home for post-22 baseball this season. Hope you enjoyed the coverage. Thanks to Matt Kearney and Adam Birch, the broadcast team, all season long. Getting the post-22 broadcasts. a lot of them, a lot of them, um, throughout the season, there was a lot of games. Hard Hats end up forty-one and twenty-six. All right, forty-one and twenty-six. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. We're out. Up against the number, and we're back tomorrow. Yes, I'm back tomorrow. We're not going anywhere. The Nate Brown Show back tomorrow, live at four. Remember the podcast. It'll be up tonight. We'll send you the Odd Couple up next.